millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, hello, everybody. And uh, welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. And, uh, well... As I said, we might just keep plugging away here. I'm in my kitchen. Excuse the the more um, hollow, echoing acoustics of my modernist kitchen. But uh, I did a... Myself and Stephen Mullen did an episode there just a short while ago. And uh, we were trying to do a bit of filming. So the lighting was very good in my kitchen. So I chose to do it in here. And now I'm still sitting in here because... I've very much been enjoying the the openness of my kitchen, and until very recently, it was a blue sky, which was cheering me up on uh, this day. Some people say day three of the quarantine, but I guess I guess it was day three since the pubs closed. I've really considered this whole game sort of shut down since Thursday, since my gigs were canceled. Anyway, uh, I had seen a clip of Russell Brand on Facebook which was which was really interesting um, and it sort of it inspired me to have a have a think myself about the big questions that might you know might be uh, inspired by what we're witnessing in society because this is a big event you know one of the biggest in our lifetimes really uh, which was kind of what Russell Brand was getting at. And I just thought, you know what? He's right. Uh, it's a good time to think about these things. And uh, I like the fact that he sort of... He has a natural inclination to go that way. Uh, even though I don't agree with everything he said in the clip, it just was... It was a nice motivator to be like, oh yeah, you can actually use this as an opportunity to try to better understand society and community and what it means to to be in an inter, inter, interdependent relationship with other human beings. Um, so I won't get too into it now. My personal thoughts, I just said I would chat about it with Steve. Um, also, this is the first time that myself and Steve have recorded over the phone, like the way that myself and Katie do on the shift. So it was also an opportunity to practice that. Now, I would say that it takes a couple of goes to get a, a, a good flow in the conversation. It's never as good as when you're in person. So please have a bit of patience with that. Every now and then we talk over each other and stuff like that. That's just the nature of the phone, a little bit of a delay. Um, sometimes, weirdly enough, the, the speeds record at different speeds. So I have to like shift everything over every now and then just to make sure that it's still lining up. But anyway, I, I still think it's a good chat. Um, I encourage you to watch that Russell Brand clip. In fact... Might even be worth watching the Russell Brand clip before that, which under normal circumstances would be a problem. You'd be like, who's got the time to to stop this and then go watch that? But all we have is time now, so why not go and listen to Russell Brand uh, talking about what he's been thinking about since this whole pandemic fear rose up? 
and then uh, come back to this chat because we kind of refer back to that a bit. Um, uh, the main themes that we'll discuss are, I guess, the fragility of society and uh, also what we take for granted in terms of a, a, cons- a shared consensus that we have for how society works. Um, I wanted to get into a couple of more things that Russell Brand talk about, the history of the nation state and all that, but you know, we'll save that for... <laughs> We'll save that for another time. Um, I do love indulging in that chat a little bit because, you know, what we perceive to be just like solid borders are all, you know, they're all human concoctions to a certain degree. And, you know, and the cultural cultural similarity between, you know, you, you know, you just say the difference between a French and a German and how that evolved, you know, all that stuff is super interesting. And then how you finally decide on what the borders are and, you know, people just look at Germany and Italy, just two nations like very clear, you know, the boot of Italy and this, this blob in the middle of Europe for Germany, of course, like, you know, they were a bunch of uh, duchies and fucking Bismarck fucking used all his conniving to, you know, work them into this blob in the middle of Europe and Garibaldi flew through Italy and united all the different, uh, you know, mini states into one, uh, one Italian state under King Emmanuel, you know, so it, it, it's just like, uh, you know, it, it's it, it, it's easy to forget that all this stuff is just human evolution and consensus that this is the right way to organize society for today, which is fair enough. It works for now, but it's not a guarantee for the future. And you know, Russell Brand gets into some potential other ways to organize society. I wouldn't personally be too interested in that because I, I, I think it would be hard to just make a decision on what's good and then go for it. Although I know there have been people that have done that in history. Uh, some successful, some not. For example, Karl Marx. Um, you know, he had a he had a, he had a pretty interesting idea, and it didn't really work out. But at the same time, what I would have thought would have been great about Karl Marx's ideas is is if the the the, the, the positive aspects of it were slowly implemented into society, as some would argue they are in successful European social democracies. Uh, but anyway, in the end, there was these revolutionary experiments, which, in my opinion, have largely failed. Despite my 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 left leaning ways, I would consider the sort of totalitarian communist state to be a failed political project. Uh, anyway, as I said, I didn't get into that because this is what happens: I go down some fucking rabbit hole in my head, and I would never indulge in these these meanderings only for where. We have nothing but time. So this is the type of chat that myself and Steve try to have with, with at times, a mix of humor with uh, what we're dealing with with the coronavirus. But at the same time, I think it's, it's harder to get the, the, the humor flow going when you're on the phone. Um, it's harder to get that back and forth, read each other when you're going to stop speaking. But at the same time, I still think it's a good chat. I am now speaking almost in fast forward, which is unnecessary because all we have is time. Uh, just my mind starts to go and then it just starts racing out. Uh, which is a is a problem that I have. I need to slow it down sometimes. Anyway, this is a chat with me and Steve, um, and uh, we'll be doing plenty of these. Look out for the clips online, and uh, I won't even talk to you after the ep. Uh, I'll close it out with Steve, and we'll we'll see you guys. I guess in a couple of days. Uh, please share that uh, there's a lot of episodes up on the Des Bishop podcast, and don't be afraid to go back on our back catalog. My personal favorites are Kevin Bridges. John Bishop, Ashling B, uh, Joanne McNally's chat, particularly the one about her, actually the only one on this uh, podcast, uh, 
is a cracker. And Jason Byrne talking about his dad, and sadly he died in the meantime. So that that was that was a cracker. In fact, I might call Jay and see if I can get him on the pod before society completely shuts down. Anyway, enjoy the uh, enjoy the chat. Well, then away we go, Steve. Woo! On this little on this little uh, experiment for the podcast, inspired by Russell Brand. Yes. You know, I mean, in fairness, uh, I'm not going to do the play-by-play of what Russell Brand was saying, but what I did think was great about about it was he just motivated me to really think about broader issues around society in relation to, you know, this unprecedented moment in, in our history. What did you think? Yeah, he like there's there's a lot of talk of uh, of kind of when something like this happens, and he did put it quite eloquently. I can't keep up with his word counts, to be honest with you. But well, when he's he, very ar- he he is very articulate in fairness. He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. But um, he uh, he did bring it back essentially. He broke it down, like even the points that he was making about the airline companies and how they now need help. They need help from. Um, from the government as well and he just really put a great analogy out there as to how it doesn't take a lot for our fragile existence to be attacked um yeah so well, certainly certainly the fragile way well certainly to realize the way society is organized in 2020 yes. has a fragility to it a hundred percent which yeah. which i thought was well it was it, it was good it was it's kind of fortuitous timing this um this virus and then funnily enough seeing that seeing that uh, Russell Brand video today on top of there was a good article by Fintan O'Toole in the Irish Times today I don't know did you see that I haven't seen it yet no no well I mean essentially it's basically he's pointing out that the sort of anti-government sort of like shake everything up experiment that you know sort of I guess the two best examples are Trump and Brexit, right? Yeah, Two the way things that people which, have been voting. You know, and yeah, just yeah. this, I guess, what I would sometimes consider kind of dangerous rhetoric of all politicians are full of shit and they don't care about us. And, you know, you know, I, I, you know, just sort of basically saying that government is, is, is nonsense, you know, and I guess some of that libertarian stuff is thrown in. Anyway, he's basically pointing out that this is a, this is a real FU to people who thought that uh, the, it's time to shake things up. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It it isn't in some ways, and like, ev- yeah, the people who wanted to shake it up, like their their uh, uh, their motives and their morals and the whole situation, like that's all been broken apart as well. It's just kind of getting back to real basic, um, everyday life stuff that is affecting all of us. Like you know that we all of a sudden you know careers, not that they don't matter, but they're being crumbled so quickly. Careers, jobs, and you know travel and all that kind of stuff. It's really forcing people to get together. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I thought Russell Brand was 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 possibly broadening it out too much, which is totally fine. I think it's a very good sort of intellectual exercise to sort of like have a think about how society is organized uh, yes. based on how it's quickly falling apart. Of course, yes. it dismisses the fact that we have no idea how temporary or untemporary this is. You know, like yeah. I actually personally think that how our society is organized right now is a touch more robust than this sense that it's all breaking down right now. I just think it's, 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 it's temporarily unable to function. But part of the reason why it's temporarily unable to function is because we care so much about certain sections of society that we're willing to take this temporary pain to make sure that everybody's okay. Yes, yeah. And that, that, that has been a huge heartwarming part of it, I have to say, in all of the societies that you, that you watch 
um, you know, even for example, like being a big football fan or a sports fan myself, how quick um, the people in the sports world were to go, whoa, 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 this this isn't important. You know, this is, you know, people's lives are way more important. Our health is way more important. And that was quite uh, heartwarming slash at the same time give you a good bit of fear of like, whoa, this is serious. This is, you know, yes. this is a big deal. You yeah, know? it helps you to understand the the magnitude of it. Not Absolutely. to mention when, when, when Stringer Bell gets it, when Idris Elba gets it, man, yes. you just think, "Wow, nobody, <laughs> yeah, nobody yes. is safe, man." Yeah, you see, totally. you, you got to look after them corners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to. Have you been back on the wire? I want to watch that again. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, there'll be a lot the of rewatching going on. But anyway, just in terms of this whole thing of governments are bullshit. The one part, well, one of the few positives about this crisis is it reminds people that we have, you know, listen, the way society is structured now is you know, is an evolution of various experiments in governance and societal organization over millennia, right? So yes. we've evolved to to this point with, with sort of, I guess, various different takes on Western democracy, capitalism, you know, uh, mm. Eastern Eastern dictatorship, you know, these one-party states in Asia, yes. you know, like various, various sort of takes on it. But at the end of the day, we, we, we've evolved to this, moment in governance and this does remind people that it's all well and good to want to shake things up shake things up it's all well and good to want revolution and i've made this point actually related to something else but revolutions are are seriously messy yes. and as 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 tough or, or or as disappointing as government can be it's at moments like this that you realize the importance of it even mm. with donald trump being so shite mm. at leadership right now yeah. still so much of society does look to government. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't organize these massive bureaucracies without, uh, you know, without some sort of hierarchical structure. So it is Absolutely. good to remind it is good to remind people that whether you're happy with it or not, some form of government is necessary. I have noticed like two examples and the Irish example and the British example of how poorly communication has happened in the UK, for example, and, and the stress that ha- that has caused because everybody, as you're saying, is looking to government and they are looking for leadership and they are really, in the UK, not getting a lot of that every day. Now they're doing a daily briefing and every day it's still confusion. Yet in Ireland, I have been quite impressed by the communication from the government and how everybody, it, it would seem to me, seems to be in this country uh, on the same page. There's definitely complications with Northern Ireland going on. But it does seem on this side that people are getting uh, behind. Because, I mean, we did have quite a political, like the recent elections, you know, there was quite the split. It was quite, you know, quite the political, I suppose, a little bit of anarchy within the government because we don't know who the government's going to be yet. But now at this moment, everybody is just getting behind and kind of listening to to the the things the government are saying. I think it's good to see the importance of it. The yes. anger towards government is absolutely fine. We have democracy, so we can express our dissatisfaction yes. through voting. So we really, it really does make you sort of uh, have a bit of gratitude for the system, despite yeah. the fact that there's been a lack of gratitude for that system. And by the way, I'm not saying that a lot of these systems don't need to be reformed. I mean, I really think that, you know, like all these things can could could do with a little bit of reform always like yeah. constantly you know that that that's in all aspects of life you should constantly review renew yes. uh look to make it better but i do think that we are at a stage where we need to improve rather than radicalize mm. and i do feel like society was pushing towards a radicalization and this may this may pull people back just just a touch that that yes. would be my opinion just a touch yeah 
What did you think of what Russell Brown was saying uh, with regards to the, the relationship between society and how we've evolved and uh, versus Mother Nature and stuff like that? Because there has been some talks of, of like, because we've become uh, a people where we do kind of take over land and we create cities and we, cr- you know, we cut into, you know, the Amazon rainforest and stuff like that. There's a lot of people are saying like this is happen you know these viruses are coming because they're viruses yeah, that human beings they've been aren't saying ready to that for two thousand years, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah that's true. <laughs> that's Read true. the Bible. There's all fucking stories about plagues being retribution, locusts being yes, retribution. Yeah. You know, so and explain the bubonic plague. You know, yeah, explain the, yeah, exactly, the Spanish yeah. Spanish flu. You know, that, that's what I was saying about sometimes Russell Brand likes to pontificate, which I, which I think is totally fine as an intellectual epi- uh, um, as an intellectual exercise. But I do also think that if you actually look in just pure uh the 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 facts of history yeah. like this 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 happens in in yeah. society this happens to be a new one uh, i think i think some of the things that are like novel about this are that it's spread a lot easier because of travel um obviously we just don't know about it like we possibly are overreacting for example but we just don't know so right now it does seem so dire but we may look back in a year and be like well done we overreacted but in actual fact you know it wasn't that bad like we don't know you know so i think we're doing everything absolutely right i think it's worth taking this pain but i also think that in certainly relating things back to like nature like i i i think that climate change may be the more more evidence of the you know man's rapid progress in the last 200 yeah, years yeah. might bite us in the ass don't really think this has a lot to do with it other than viruses can spread easy due to the simplicity of travel yeah. and like bill gates points out with ebola you know ebola was a, a, a less travel hungry bug and had it been we would be dealing with this in 2015 we wouldn't be dealing with it now this just happens yeah. to be a bug that likes to get around you know so you were talking also to your to your ex in China as well. Like, what's the situation? What's the vibes over there right well, now? Well, first, can I just can I just say, coincidentally enough, I was chatting to her today. Myself and Aiden went to a Super Value today, uh-huh. and uh, you know, because I thought of this when you were talking before about how Irish people are taking it very seriously. So first, we got a coffee in Nick's Coffee Shop, which is an outside coffee shop. So I thought that was kind of safe. I wasn't trying to be irresponsible, by the way. I was out to get a few a few final sort of necessary yes, things yeah. that we needed to Spatula. really really hunker down. <laughs> and we weren't we weren't we weren't buying too much stuff or anything. We we're buying like, yeah. the basic stuff. Um and uh so there was really good social distancing on the queue in Nick's. Um and then into Super Value, I did think it's very hard to social distance while shopping, you know? So you're kind of, yeah. you're trying to find these like, you're trying to find these little slots, you know? <laughs> you're yeah, trying to find like, yeah. and you're trying to get into an aisle before too many people are in the aisle and then you're like, this is my aisle, motherfucker. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. it was quite funny. It was, it was a bit of a game. It was a bit like, um, do you remember playing Freeway? Did you go, did you play Freeway or Frogger when you were a kid? I mean, no, I'm showing my age so. no, here. No, no, you know, games where you have to try to cross the street but there's traffic coming everywhere. It was very hard to find your spots, you know, to find your little sort of two meter your, your two yeah. meter holes in, yeah. in the supermarket. And I, I do think it would be a great sort of overhead shot of how people shop normally versus how people shop at Corona. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like people try to like grab, you know, grab a grab a thing of, of, of soap and get out, you know. And then you could tell that some people, oh, by the way, we also went to Super Value didn't have one thing that we wanted. So oh, we really? ended up going to Little in okay. Dolphin's Barn. And I want to point out that there is a huge difference between the amount of respect that goes on in terms of social distancing between an affluent neighborhood like Ranala 
and the neighborhood like Dolphins Barn because at Dolphins Barn, there was a lot less respect for social distancing. I just want to point out. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we'll soon to that find out. People like toilet paper. Yeah, man, fucking. Well, the, the funny thing is that all the supermarkets are full of toilet paper today. Like the whole toilet paper thing, like it just. That's crazy. It just, all it just needed was a couple of days of people realizing, oh shit, so I'm going to be back in the supermarket three days later and there's going to be loads of toilet paper. Yeah. I, All the panic buying is over anyway because people realize that they can just go yeah, back yeah. to the supermarket. You know, that was just a, that's just human nature, you know? Yeah. And I did like that, what Russell Brand was saying about the different types of panic, you know? Yes. But yeah. anyway, sorry, what was the question you asked me there? Um, about how your friend is getting your, your ex is getting on in China because she's she's in the middle of it she's still in quarantine and all that I assume but you have obviously you've got connections and friends over there so what's yeah the vibe I've only really there? talked to her I should really talk to more people but she's just wait they're just waiting to be sort of let let loose you know yeah yeah they're just waiting to be I mean how long the, has she been the, housebound the thing about for? the thing about China is that they were the first right so yes. we've learned a lot from China from South Korea. We're learning a lot from Italy. We still don't know if we're going to be as bad as Italy. You know, maybe some of Italy's tragedy, maybe their demographics, they got a lot of old people. We really don't know, you know? Yeah. And the other things we're waiting to find out is, will different groups of people, like different races or different cultures, w- will they respond differently to the virus? Like, will there be less... Uh, I was I, I, I was thinking that exact same thing because we wouldn't be as uh, as touchy feel as 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 Latin countries, for example. Like they greet each other all the time, kissing, hugging, all that stuff. So that stuff is going to count, you know. Well, we don't know. We also don't know, like if 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 certain groups of people genetically are more, you know, like certain groups are like more prone to heart disease, yes, whatever. Exactly. Like, so we yeah. don't know if 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 there's going to be something like in just a predominance in Irish genetics that actually responds worse or better, yeah. and so we don't really know yet. If we're going to get that acute respiratory response that yes. some people are getting, right? So anyway, all that aside, I'm saying we're just a little bit later in the game. So perhaps my hope is that we won't have to quarantine for as long as the Chinese because yeah. they're still in the what if phase, whereas we're going to learn a lot from, from yes. them. And of course, like I wasn't watching the Chinese news, so I don't know how much they were talking about flattening the curve and all that stuff. But we may learn by the time we get to the sort of post-surge part of the curve we may learn that our health service actually was able to deal with with the amount of people that had it and we don't need to uh to be as isolated as we were because it's just not going to be you know, like we don't know uh, you know how much we're going to have to wait at the other end of the curve so yes I, I didn't learn anything from her other than they're still on lockdown but she's expecting to be going back out you know Pretty pretty soon, you know. Oh really? And, okay. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that lockdown? like the rest of China didn't have like a like an insane explosion like Wuhan did. So okay, you know, Ireland might not have as much of a yeah. surge as Italy did. We just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And is she in Wuhan? No, no, she's in Beijing. Okay, okay. And, and um, how long has she been on lockdown for? Well, I guess over a month. Right. Okay. Like probably more than that. Actually, I yeah, I forgot to ask because all I know is she was making fun of me because on Saturday. <clears throat> I just clear my throat. It's like, I don't want to have any public displays of like any, <laughs> you know, public it's like, displays of COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like anytime you like, cause like sometimes you sneeze, you know, sometimes you like, you know, like, oh, the worst is if you get a wrong pipe, you know, have you, have you had that? Aiden, it happened to Aiden earlier today. He got a wrong pipe and then suddenly he was having like a, a coughing fit and he was like, oh. it's the wrong pipe, bro. It's just the wrong pipe. <laughs> Well, I was I was out for a run yesterday, and kind of naturally, as your lungs open up, you always feel like you want to spit or 
blow your nose out, whatever. And I was like, the first time I ran for 50 minutes and I was like, <laughs> I, I held it all in, you know, <laughs> it's just because you just want people looking at the going, weather for the weather ended up being a lot better than the forecast today. I could have could have planned to do something a bit more outdoors. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't have I don't have any more to share about uh, about the the Chinese situation. Mm. Um, oh God, I was just I, w- I was just thinking about uh, about something else there. But um, there, there, you know, like I, I, I think one of the other things that Russell Brand was talking about, which is interesting, which is I, I think it's more interesting about just reminding people that so much of how we live is based on a kind of a consensus, you know? Yes. Like, you don't even realize that it's being talked about a lot when people talk about the rule of law, for example. Yeah. Like, all these things are things that you have to buy into, you know? Mm. The fact that we accept that certain behaviors will uh, result in the curtailment of your freedom, for example. Like, you know, certain things are crimes and certain things aren't crimes. Like, all these things are a consensus. They're not like, they're not like things that just are. They're yeah. things that evolved over time, and we decided they were good or they were bad. And there's still evolution of those things, like like abortion or gay marriage. Yeah. You know, there's still always evolution of what's acceptable and what isn't. So I, I I did like the fact that Russell Brand sort of pointed out that let's use this as a time to remind ourselves that so much of how all this works is based on us buying into things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you you're, you're also seeing the difference culturally. Um, what's going like France? They've had to take much more, m- much more uh, serious measures to keep people inside because everybody isn't getting on board with what his, you know the government has said. You know, but what's more serious than what we had to do, which was bloody shut the pubs? Yeah, exactly. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, that 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 is true. But like, because I, I don't know if they've sat, if they closed down the restaurant and bars. I know that they have now. But like last weekend in Paris, people were just going on as as normal, you know, going out, hanging out, you know, catching the sun, drinking outside, blah blah, all that stuff. So they're paying, they weren't paying a blind bit of attention of it. But now the army are out there now, making sure that everybody yes. is inside. And you have to have a note saying where it is that you're going. Oh, have to they go got to that? Because that's what Italy's at. Yes. Yeah. So they've got to that. I mean, I'm 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 hoping we don't. I'm pretty sure we're going to get to that, though. Do you think? Do you think people would be that? You know, yeah. It's, it's, it, that's an interesting point about compliance of law. And well, compliance. well, I mean, the truth is that people aren't complying in the sense that I've been out today. Now I queued up for Nick's social distancing, but like that'll be gone. You know? Yeah. Like that's not an essential business. So my understanding is in Italy, the way it works now, because Bella's over there, um, 
if you want to go out, you have to apply for a reason to go out. So Bella's done her, you know, so when she wants to go to the supermarket, she just has to fill out this form. And when she gets stopped, she explains what she's doing. Yeah. Um, she did say, though, that like a lot of the enforcement is not as serious as people think. For example, like if you're saying you're going home, they're always going to just let you go home. So it really doesn't matter what you do. If you get caught, you can just say, I'm on my way home. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So but at the same time. I think she she thinks most people are respecting it. But for example, her friend got evicted. Weirdly enough, her friend got kicked out of her apartment. Long story, I won't bore you, but her friend had to move. So two days ago, in the midst of all this shutdown in Italy, her and her friend, well, she helped her friend move uh, from one apartment to another in Italy. But they did have you know, this sheet of paper that said that's what they were doing. But they were out and about for a lot of the day. So wow. even on these serious shutdowns, the, the pharmacies and the shops are, are still open. So, so, so you don't think, do you, do you think it's not that as serious here? Because, like, certainly in the area I'm living in, in Dublin, you know, everything's pretty, all the cafes have shut down now a few days and stuff like that. And, but, um, no, I think, well, well I, I, I'm pretty sure most of the restaurants have, have shut down, the cafes have shut down. I mean, Nick's is only open because it's just a kiosk outside. Oh, right. Um, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not a cafe. Nobody was, nobody was sitting there and eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, the only thing we're not doing is we haven't said you're only allowed outside for that essential stuff. Like people yeah. are still going for walks and stuff like that. Like in Italy right now, you can't go outside to exercise. Yes, that's right. Like that's gone. Yeah. Whereas like, so on the radio, for example, Pat Kenny was talking to a, an Irish journalist that lives in Italy and he was basically saying, no, I'm not going for, like Pat Kenny was saying like, what's the problem with going out for a run? You're on your own. It's social distancing. And like they're basically at the stage where it's like, just don't go out. There's just no reason to go out. If you go out, even though it's minimal, there's just more of a chance that if you have it or somebody, you know, there's just a chance for you to pick it up, yeah. put it on your shoes, bring it into your house, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they're further along the line of, of, of social isolation than we are. We're still yeah. very much at the stage of, it was great today. I went to the beach. I went for a walk. People are stopping on the street. They're keeping six feet apart, but they're chatting. That yeah. that might not last. I was saying that yeah. to Aiden is like this, this kind of early stage of social isolation is not guaranteed to be where we stay now i know the irish government right now is suggesting that we may not need to go beyond this so let's wait and see i guess in france their concern was that it 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 seems to be escalating quicker or they thought that people couldn't keep to but we haven't got to the applying to move stage yet you know yeah 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 and i think popular population has a lot to do like spain is fucking they're pretty bad at the moment now as well and you know, the more people, obviously, the more it's going to spread quicker and blah, 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 blah. Bigger cities, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, they're, they're more extreme than we are. Yeah. And, I, you know, I just like, as a history student, I just like the way that Russell Brand points out, like, have a think about nation states. You know, like, I, I love pointing that out to people sometimes about, like, the whole concept of, like, Ireland as a nation or Italy as a nation and the sense that it is what it is and a border is a border. You know, all these things were, were consensus and compromise. Yes, yes. You know, like... The, the, the structure of society is so different to the way that it was like 2,000 years ago. Like, it is a good time to remind people like, yeah, the fact that France has certain rules for the coronavirus and Britain has different rules for the coronavirus and that's the way these places are governed. You know, it it, it, it is a good thing to realize that this is not, it's not permanent, you know? Yes. It's you all, know, yeah, even it's the all... fact that like money might disappear, like this might be the end of cash or it's certainly yeah. going to be like a big dent in the use of cash. Yes, you know that's that's crazy which you know we we all thought like hypothetically that will be coming in the next few years soon but anyway but it's just like all of a sudden it could be boom it could be gone yeah yeah but i mean the other thing that russell brand sort of doesn't mention is how quick people go back to their 
you know, people quickly sort of revert back to the oh, yeah. to the status quo. Yeah. And that's why you can, I think you can exaggerate sometimes the effects of these things because, like, if you look at 9-11 and the togetherness that came in the United States after 9-11, like, that didn't last that long. And in the, you know, in the 20, 19 years since, it's it's gone further away. I mean, some some would say that a lot of the division in the States really began with that sort of... Uh, you know that that the Iraq War. You know that just yeah. the beginning of two different types. But certainly, anyway, with the rise you know, of nationalism, you, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the the point is that uh, you know people do tend to 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 go back to their ways. Like I, I think there might be like a if you did a survey in ten years from now, peop, there might be like a like a like a ten percent increase in if you did a survey on on five months ago and then ten years from now how much people were more hygienic i'd say you'd find a slight improvement but certainly nothing like yeah. any semblance of keeping up with the hygiene yes. uh, paranoia that's around now yeah i was th- i was thinking that exact same thing going to the shops they're like i'm cleaning my hands so many times alcohol and i was like i'm going to keep this up all the time but it's like no nah, you won't <laughs> but <laughs> i do have to say won't. though that my friend's daughter getting sick you know my friend's daughter has sma type 1 serious immunocompromised like like any basic thing can kill her, although this drug that she got has kept her alive. She should be dead since she's two years old, actually. Oh, my God. But she got this life-saving drug, and now she's five. It was her birthday the other day, but because Steve, her her dad, had said to me that uh, it's super important that you wash your hands all the time and just how much stuff is spread by your hands, which I kind of knew, but because of the importance to her, I started doing it. But Steve had also said that, by the way, if you... You know, if you wash your hands more, you're probably going to get sick less. And I have not had a, a major flu since uh, Steve's daughter got sick. <laughs> you know, I've had a few like small colds, but I've never right. had like the flu flu since wow. Steve's daughter got sick because I wash my hands all the time. Like I just became like I was pretty good at washing my hands before, but I just became aware of things I was touching and their presence on my hands in my head. Not an OCD yes. way, but just like it's been an hour. It's been two hours. Probably a good time to wash my hands, you know. Yes, yeah. Oh, so some crazy. of that might, some of it might stick. Yeah, yeah, and why? Like, yeah, every time. I mean, yeah, every time you're on public transport, every time you're on the bus, and all. Every time I'm on public transport now, I'm sitting down in the chair and I'm just going, "Ugh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what's been here. I don't know, you know." You don't know what situation the bus is in. All the bars, you know, are they cleaning them down at the end of every day in a bus and all that? Yeah, it does make you think. Absolutely. Um, but anyway. But I do think that, you know, in terms of the big issue stuff, I think it I think it's fun to think about it, but I also think that it can add to the panic if you start to feel like society is breaking down, you know. Yes. Cuz I yeah. cuz I cuz I do think that you know, society will quickly recover. Like I actually think that the way that society is structured right now is is pretty solid. This will be a good this will be a good test of it, but I I think it actually is pretty solid, you know. And like yeah. I know it will evolve over time and technology will cause it to evolve, but it just goes to show that our flawed system is by far the best system. Absolutely, absolutely. And and yeah, you are right about how people do turn into it and, and we're all kind of pulling together and kind of going, okay, like here's here's what we got to do. Here's what we got to listen to. Here's like the argument has stopped. You know, the arguing has stopped. You know, the bitching has stopped. Everybody is getting behind because yeah, the system does actually work. And it's a good advertise. It really is a good advertisement for social services. Like it's a really good advertisement for the importance of a good health service. 
Yes. Uh, you know, and it really, honestly, the Irish Health Service gets a fucking battering all the time. And I am no defender of the HSE, but I have always felt that the state of the Irish Health Service, sorry, the badness of the Irish Health Service is exaggerated. Now, I, I this is this is not to say that it needs major improvements, but yes. I've always felt that the the state of it or how bad it is has been has been a touch exaggerated. And this will definitely be a test of whether that's true or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, and I, it's know, also I, pers- I'll, I'll put my hands up and be wrong. Now, now, by the way, before people just you know jump down my throat. I went through the public health system at 24 years of age with testicular cancer. So yes. I'm not basic, like, now I know that was a different time and it's gotten worse. I understand all these things. But I went through on the public health, by the way. Uh, public health had testicular cancer operation. I had radiation treatment all through the public health system. And, I, you know, I was pretty content with, with, with how I was treated. Now, I did get to jump the queue because it was cancer. You yes. know, they don't, they don't, once you have a diagnosis of cancer, you do get rushed through. There was no... It wasn't because I was anybody, because I certainly wasn't anybody at the time anyway. Not that yeah. I'm anybody now, but you know what I mean? There was no, there was no yeah. cue jumping in terms of other than I had a cancer diagnosis. It wasn't anything to do with my job. Uh, so I have always felt that maybe we have a lack of appreciation for it, despite how bad the Irish Health Service is, that it's not, it's not terrible. You know, like, 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 like it exists and it's better than the American system, for example. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, that's the thing. Those things always give you perspective. I mean, you're comparing, obviously, to the American system. And, you know, when I lived in the UK, for example, everyone gave out about the NHS. But, like, my experience of the NHS was, like, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. The, the service that you get and that it's for free because you pay for it in your taxes. Um, you, know, they, you know, people over there give it a hard time. But, like, for, it's, it is quite an amazing health service, to be fair. No, I know that the trial, I know that there's bad things. I know that there's things that need to be improved. This of course, is, this is, yes. This is not uh, letting the, the, the state of the Irish health service off the hook by any means. However, uh, this, will be, this will be a good test of, uh, of yeah. how bad or perhaps a little bit better than we thought it is. And, yeah. and, I, and I certainly know that the people that are working within it because uh, I know there's always criticism of middle management and all that stuff, which I, I, I do think that you need a lot of reform there. But the people that are working in it right now, especially the frontline staff, are really going to prove their worth to society. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a Trojan effort by them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like it's, it's and it's going to get like we're doing OK now because we have prevented a lot by following the measures. But it's going to get it's going to get bad. Like and it's uh, yeah, they're going to be under a lot of pressure. So, you know, I really I mean, I wish them the best. I know it's all—it's irrelevant, really, isn't it? You know, our well wishes, but you know, it's quite frightening what they what they have to deal with. I mean, I do. There are certain things. I my buddy's a plastic surgeon, Irish guy, but I messaged him today because he's you know he's a he's a he's, he's a doctor. Yeah. And I did ask him, like, isn't it a pity in a way that we can't test everybody for the antibodies? Because I'm assuming that there is a cohort of people that had this. It's light, you know, I, I think some people hardly feel anything at all, you know. That's, yes, yeah. Oh, by the way, let me point out that y- y- yesterday a guy I was in boarding school with messaged me and said that an employee at his company got coronavirus. He's in Dublin. He feels terrible because, he, you know, he, he came back or maybe he had been to the office one of the days or something. Yeah. Then he got symptoms, got checked. All his group that went skiing in Andorra, more fucking skiers, by the way, all of his group uh, went skiing in Andorra. And uh, uh, they all got it, by the way. So he said that I think seven of his friends got it. And he was the only one that got quite sick. Now, he was fine. He didn't sound great, but he said, I actually feel great. It's just my, I'm still quite hoarse. But 
he he had it quite bad. He had the proper, you know, cold symptoms into quite fluy symptoms into like a small pneumonia. So he did get the full whack of what the coronavirus gives you. But he right. said that all his other buddies had like a cold. Right. Like, okay. Like had they, I guarantee you, if there wasn't a coronavirus pandemic right now, they would have never known that they had the coronavirus. Yes, and I, yeah, yeah. I, I am almost sure that there has been a group of people like that in Ireland. And if we could find out how many people have developed the antibodies, like how convenient that would be for society. Because surely like in four weeks time, if things get worse and you need more and more people to volunteer, surely the people that have had it would be good to, to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, I know that they can still have it on their hands. Like they wouldn't get it, but they got to have it on their hands. So you can't let them help the elderly. I understand that they can still spread it in terms of the way that anybody can spread it by like touching and stuff like that. But then at the same time, like it would be handy if they could help out with like people that are have it, that they could be the ones that deliver shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you so, are like you do develop an antivirus like you can't get it a second time. Is that right? Well, the. the you will develop antibodies, whether they work on 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 uh, stopping you getting the virus. I yeah. mean, th- there seems to be very little reinfection, and any reinfection that there's been is probably argued as just a relapse rather than a reinfection. I mean, the assumption right, okay. would be that I, I believe that there's like a like an educated assumption that you wouldn't get this 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 year's coronavirus again. Now, obviously, okay. as you know. You get the flu. It doesn't make you immune from the flu the following year, but you tend not to get the flu twice. Yes. You know? So you would assume that those people are, 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 are not going to get it again. But, but, but you know, don't, don't quote me on that because they may find out, like yes. there may be more research done in Italy to find out, oh, people are getting it twice. But uh, right now it seems that there's very few people that have shown, have gotten it again. And, and I believe, don't quote me on it again, but most of those people, it's, it's argued that it was a relapse. Yeah, you know, and right. they are developing. They, like today, I think they did the first test of. Uh, sorry, what do you call it when you the, the, they give you the immune jab? A vaccine. A vaccine. Sorry, they developed it. They, so they did the first. Yeah, but that's going to be a year. A year exactly. So they have to watch this person for a year until they can actually get it out there and stuff for like that. So yeah, well, there's it, just various different levels of uh, safety testing. You know, yes, safety yeah, yeah. and efficacy. Uh, yeah. And you can't rush these things because there has been one or two bad. And God knows that there's people waiting to jump all over a bad vaccine. But there have been one or two like, you know, there, there, there's been some decent adverse reactions to, to certain vaccines among certain sections of the population. So they have to do quite a robust uh, safety uh, protocol before they course, would yeah. put that out to the to the mass market. But that doesn't mean that they won't be able to develop the antivirals and various medications that may help people to not have as strong reactions you know there seems to be like a small percentage of people not just old people a small percentage of people that have this massive respiratory response and yes the hope would be that they can find some drugs that will stop people needing respirators basically like in other yeah. words just like bring down that that inflammation i mean it seems to be just this like intense inflammation like this massive immune response in some people uh, you know, so it, it, it'll be, you know, th- there may be, like, for example, like they say that it's going to die down in the summer and then come back in the autumn. That's that's another assumption that people are making. But the hope would be that when it comes back in the autumn, that perhaps we have a load of, of, of treatments that will help lessen the, you know, lessen the, the negative responses. So perhaps then we don't have to be so concerned about our movements and we don't have to be as concerned about passing it on because... Yeah actually we're going to be able to deal with it like if less people need respirators then you don't have to worry about the the health service being overrun you know that exactly. would be the hope yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Aiden, Aiden mentioned today, and I didn't look this up, that they, they are talking about that stuff that Bill Gates was talking about on that, that incredibly future-telling chat from 2015 that, you know, uh, had there been better research, they would have known that you can, you know, take the blood of people that had Ebola and survived and put it into people. So they, 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 there may be some of that stuff that, that can be done, but I, I don't know much about that. So I'm, 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 I'm happy to be, uh, to be informed by, by our listeners or our watchers on how good or bad that would actually be, you know? Yeah. But anyway, long story short, I, I think well before they have a vaccine, well, my hope, my optimism is that well before they have a vaccine, uh, there will be there will be some drugs that will, will help people. I know there was one already, they were saying this arthritis drug that possibly will help, but I'm hoping that they'll find find more to help people not have these intense responses. Please, God. How are you doing at home before we finish up? How, how's life going at home? Yeah, we're doing all right, man. We're kind of, um, it's it's all a bit, uh, it's just a bit weird. I don't think I, I, I fully compute in my head exactly what's happened uh, yet. It takes a while to get used to it. Um, yes. My little daughter, obviously, today, because I said happy St. Patrick's Day to her today, and um, I don't know where she remembered it from, cause, but she was like straight away, oh, we can go see the parade? And I was like, oh, um, there is no parade. No, the <laughs> world is year. ending. Sorry. Uh, the world is ending, yeah. So I said we'll watch some parades on YouTube. But there's um we're getting on okay, man. It's it's yeah, it's just it's just strange times and uh we try to go for uh, a walk from time to time. Um I went for a run yesterday and I'll probably do some kettlebells today, but yeah, it's just keeping yourself busy is the difficult thing. What about you? Yeah, well it's just Aiden and I, so you know, it hasn't been that different to normal life just yet. Obviously there was no shows at the weekend. Yeah. Um there's, you know, I, because I've recently gotten into sort of content, I've been spending a lot of my time in the house doing content anyway. So it's felt a bit yeah. like that. I, um, uh, I, I, I do really feel though that I have been indulging in as much movement as is safe in terms of what's permitted. So myself and yeah. Aiden, uh, we went out yesterday and we went out today just for a short trip to get stuff. Yeah, and so that does. You know that does feel like you you get it you get a bit of a break, but I am yeah. expecting that 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 will leave. Yeah. You know, like I am slowly starting to prepare myself for just being in the house for like yeah. long periods of time. So it hasn't felt like cabin fever just yet. You know, I'm pretty happy I stayed though. I wasn't too minds about going to the states or not. But that's right. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to just be chilling with Aiden. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're using the bike anyway. Well, I haven't set it up yet, but uh, that that starts tomorrow. That 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 starts that well, starts good. tomorrow. You should insta live that stuff, man. I don't know about that, man. You, could, just do, you, do, you could be you could be the soul cycle. The, the, well, the, the problem is then it's the music. I don't know if the music goes out. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, and I, I, to be honest, when I spin, I use the Peloton app. So even that's though my right. Peloton's in the states, yes. I use the Peloton app, so I wouldn't be able to. Well, I guess I could. I could put the Peloton through the speakers, and then I could have a different Insta Live if people wanted to. But how many people have an exercise bike in their house? Yeah, that's true. Not there to mention, a, I'm not aware of the legalities of uh, yeah. me live streaming my own Peloton class. You know, I although saw, I feel like uh, a lot of people are going to get lax with the legalities of these things. You know. Yeah, I saw a guy down in down in Cork doing a 
a, a home workout for people with no weights or anything like but it's got like he's so cork i think he might be a, a trainer for the cork hurling team or something like that because he's like 10 press-ups no don't be skipping these at all no like come on get down and do it come on <laughs> he's i wonder who that was <laughs> was it kieran sheen uh I, I don't know i can't maybe it was kieran sheen actually yeah because um, I, I got to know him in Australia, I must I must check that out. If he's doing that, I'll have to forward that on. I'll send yeah, there'd be a lot yeah. of that stuff. Cornelius, Cornelius O'Sullivan, he's a core comedian. He was putting on yesterday, but it was gas. Like, Don't be skipping these at all, no, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was great. I'm down with it. Well, I've it done. If it's Kieran Sheehan, I've actually done uh, circuit training with him. Oh right, cool. But it was in Australia, so none of the rest of them could appreciate. In fact, you know, in fact, like, come on, push it, no, come on, get get yeah, those yeah, hips loose, no, like. <laughs> Get down, bend your fucking knees, you langer. <laughs> yeah, come on, fucking push it now, come on. So uh, anyway, that's cool, bro. We can cool, uh, bro. We can check in again in a, in a couple of days. Absolutely. Did you get any feedback from our last ep? Um, did I get any feedback? What was the last one with? Ah, uh, oh, the usual message here. I just get loads of followers. That's what happens. Oh, that's so. great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and um, yeah, I'm having fun on TikTok as well and all that stuff. So. Um, but I yeah. bought Joanne a Zoom H5, which was supposed to be delivered today, but it's not being delivered till Thursday. Right. She's uh, going to be stuck there now, man. Is she planning to come on back? I, I, try, I, I, want, I tried to get her. Well, I didn't try to get her back, but I said, Joanne, like, you should come back, you know? Yeah. But she wanted to stay there. There's loads. Well, I mean, London is going to go bad. It's going to go bad there. Uh, I've got a cousin living in Marble Arch, and I, was, I haven't said it to him yet, but like... Yeah, he needs to come. He's going to have to come back because his work is basically his company is a, is a touring orchestral company. They they do uh, tour orchestras all around the world. They've basically kind of had to cancel everything, um. So they've gone bust essentially. And uh, there's another friend of mine who's thinking about. He's from Kilkenny, thinking about coming back, and he's like, uh, he's panicking. I'm like, yeah, bro, just come back because it's going to go lockdown. And you won't be able to can come you, back. Can you can you apply for that uh, that that social welfare thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. Yeah. I'll I guess I right. could apply too, but I really feel like that would be taking the piss. Well, you pay your taxes, so I'm not going to do it, man, because I know that I know that everybody gets the children's allowance even no matter how wealthy they are, but Yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. man, I'm just not going to do it. Well, that's yeah, that's totally up to you. But yeah, uh, that, that is an interesting that is an interesting dilemma, isn't it? It is. Whether yeah. you apply for your your 203 euros a week. <laughs> yeah. There was a yeah, there was a, a friend of mine that I worked years ago who was like, yeah, he's big in the entertainment business. Was comp- you know thinking the same thing? He's like, yeah, wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I put it? You know, apply for it. It's only for I'm not working for the next month. And it's like, yeah, well, you pay your tax, you're entitled to it. So, yeah, this whole yeah. thing about it being entitled to something, you know, it's very difficult. You know, yeah, yeah. Because well, I mean, I guess that, there's two ways. I could apply for it and then and actually sort of then donate that money to charity to make sure that so you know, but you know. I just feel like, you know, the, the, why am I going to, I know it's only whatever, 1,200 euros or, you know, six, it's only six weeks, right? Is that what it is? But, uh, yeah. nine weeks. But either way, like, I just, I'd rather just leave that money in the state, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking for a rebate on the, on the tax that I've paid over the years. But at the same time, I understand that I guess I could apply, but yeah, I just don't believe that everybody should be able to apply. And I think that you should be able to apply. Uh, yeah. and I think that Aiden should be able to apply because straight up, like, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're on a budget that, that it's now going to be thrown up in the air. Whereas I, you know, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to be in a jam unless this yeah. goes on for more than nine months. So why yeah. would I do that? You know, that's my yeah. personal opinion, but yeah, that's a, it's, I wouldn't judge somebody if they went for their entitlement, but at the same time, that's just my personal. Yeah. That's it. I think it, yeah, that kind of thing does come down to personal choice and you know, it is there. If you, like, I'll if tell you what I would need. like though. What? 
I have I have ten. You know, I have a house across the street, which I don't yeah. like admitting. But and I'm 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 a fucking really I'm a nice landlord. I charge them very very little rent, and they've they've been great tenants, and um, you know, I'm one of those accidental landlords from the crash. You know, yeah, and I I really want to give them a. Uh, I don't want to charge them for April, uh, which I'm probably going to do anyway. But it would be nice if the banks decided to just give everyone a break from a monthly mortgage repayment for April. Yeah, they are. They have done it in um, in France for electricity, gas, and um, and mortgage repayments. Yeah, they've given them a holiday. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Wouldn't be a bad thing at all. Yeah, I mean, I I would think that would be good, you know, to give everybody a, uh, a to give everybody. A, just one month off. But I know the banks, like the way I look at it is if, if, if the banks could just help everyone to not be in distress, it's better for them long-term and they can just work it out on their balance sheet. I mean, at the end of the day, they can just delay the repayment of the loan by one month. So I don't see what giving everybody a month off really does to their, but I'm not that, you know, when it comes to the, to the numbers, I'm not great. Maybe some people will say, well, that would be tragic for the banks because they require that cash flow. But my understanding is that the, there's not a cash flow issue in the banks at the moment, so I I, I think they would be in a position to give everybody one month. Yeah, off it seems it seems it seems that way. Yeah, the 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 way that they're talking about the banks is they're in a healthy enough position to kind of give people a little bit of a dig out. So yeah, it would be yeah, positive just like delay. It. I mean, you're not losing the money. You're just saying like yeah. just to, you know for this month you do, you don't have to pay. Yeah, oh, another man. practical thing that might happen, but we'll see. I mean, so far. You'd have to be happier to be in Ireland than you would be in the United States. Like I know there's oh, going to totally. be more. There's more and social the supports here. Yeah, and the UK, man. Yeah, like we do. We are a very socialist country, and I, like I've I've felt the benefits of that, or I felt the differences of that when I have been living in the UK. Both when I went over there initially, and then when I came back, it's just like we do live in a very like we do have a republican socialist mentality here in a healthy way, and it's um it is it's a different society, all right. That's for sure. That's right, and you're on the mishap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all, yo. Well, let's all right, pull bro, the I'll day. Send you this, I'll send you this file. And um, what's your email again? I'm not doing that now. We're still recording. Oh, sorry. Did you press stop yet? No, I didn't. I'm still recording. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we it, haven't even said like proper goodbye. Sorry, right? We'll have to cut this little bit out. But no, I'm not cutting it out. I'm leaving no. it in. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm not doing any editing, bro. The editing, like. Yeah. No, it's not these, the time these, for editing. These are bonus apps, man. Yes. You know what yeah, I did forget sure. to tell you, though? I forget to tell you to do it in portrait, not wide. What did you do it in? I did do it in portrait. Thank you. Nice! I was, I was just about to go, God damn it, I did in the wrong one. But I did it in portrait, but also it cut off at 25 minutes. So at least you have 25 minutes there. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to empty my phone out. That's grand. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely fine. So, uh, all right. Well, listen, Steve. Uh, at hello, steve Yes. Uh, Everybody okay. look after yourselves saying goodbye at Des Bishop saying goodbye to at hello Steve-O send us some messages we're going to do plenty of these yes so I tell you what guys send us um, send us all your funny stories about what's been going on since you've been isolating and tell us uh, your isolation we'll, we'll share them. you know we'll share them even if you yeah. send me audio messages on yes. Instagram uh, you can send me audio messages on your DMs uh, and uh, maybe we'll share the audio. That'll be a lot of editing. That'll be but. great. That'll be like a proper old school radio show. Brilliant. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.